Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Okay, so welcome back to another astounding, amazing, energetic, exciting episode of the Scoreboard Addicts Podcast. I'm Stupendous. Nick, and as always, is Anthony the Rook and TJ, who's hammered. And, you know, honestly, I like this setup a little bit more. I can point in both directions now. Feels really good doing it, too, I got to say. I, it feels very old school DX where I'm like, mm. I don't like being last. What is this shit? Well, Get used to it. You're going to be wearing pajamas. I did, I did it in reverse al- alphabetical order. Believe <laughs> uh, I just introduced myself first because. You're selfish. No, because I yes. talked in first person, not in fucking. Uh, fucking I'm not going to lie. And lastly, it's me. Why, did, why am I talking if I'm last? Why not? Third person, bro. A Bill uh, Haywood needs to be able to speak his mind. <laughs> All right, easy there. I like how he referenced Donny, uh, Danny Tartable, who yep. like nobody remembers. <laughs> Danny Tartable does it all the time. Dan, I, I'm not Danny Tartable's mother. I bet you right now, Danny Tartable's mother doesn't want to admit she's Danny Tartable's mother. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's get into it, guys. It was an amazing week of sports. A lot of crazy things happened. A lot of good things happened. Some bad things happened. But let's talk about it. Rook, what's the first thing on the agenda tonight? Well, first, I want to say, you know, happy holidays to everybody out there. Hanukkah is now over. So anyone who is celebrating happy Hanukkah, um, you know, we've been doing this uh, daily segment. I hope people have been tuning into it. The uh, a beer and a take. We've done nine episodes so far, released episode nine a couple hours ago. We have, uh, you know, we're going to keep going with it. We're basically just take having a take, talking about whatever it is that's on our mind regarding the world of sports. And then we're also drinking a beer. We've tried some pretty good beers so far. We've done Yingling, Sam Adams, holiday beers. We've done, a, well, tomorrow is going to be the first one, but Bolero Snort is going to be on there. We've done Yards, um, Source we did Brewery. Head, didn't we? What was that? We did a Dogfish Head, didn't we? Oh, yeah, Dogfish Head. Yes. I mean, we've done all these type of beers, local, um, you know, big names. But it's been a lot of fun. I've, I've enjoyed doing it. Uh, it's been 
exhausting because I have to edit a video pretty much every single night. Serious these days, man. And it is, uh, it's fun, but uh, it does get tiring. So I'm gonna at the end of this when we finally finish day 24, I'm gonna post an image of Jimmy Butler from uh, the 2020 NBA Finals and when he was like scoring like 40 something points and he's just leaning over. Uh, the rail in there by himself. I'm going to put the rook after editing videos 24 straight days. I think we've changed your name officially to the Ruben. <laughs> no, that's just you. That's just you. <laughs> but uh, all right. So uh, so what do we got? Oh, oh, one last thing. I I, I saw the uh, the prototype for the new Kako Tuesday shirts and the Manalapan shirts. And I want to say, people, they look phenomenal. And if you I want one. Oh, they came in? You didn't see the prototype? Breaking like the, news. Breaking news. Did you guys, oh, wow. did you really not see it? I didn't. No, I didn't. I'm really telling you. sent it two days ago. Did you really? <laughs> they sent it two days ago. Throw it up oh, on the screen. God. Oh, I can't uh, throw it up on the screen. I have, I'll, I'll, let me download this. Uh, yeah. Let's start talking about the um, some stuff. Jumps. Get, uh, well, why don't you, well, first, yeah. thing, I guess let's do something that you guys talk about first without me having to be there, which is the New York Rangers. Obviously, the, the losing streak. Yeah. Recently, I just want to point out that you were there with me. Last Friday, you were there with me. No, I was. I was there with and you. And TJ seemed very upset about the whole thing, as if he didn't have an opportunity to go to the game. I do have an I had to work. I do have That's not my fault. You didn't say that, though. You made it seem like Anthony and I were, <clears throat> I don't know, like we're going against you or something. We I'm left sitting at cold. I'm sitting at work. I see that text late, and Lant- and, and Rook didn't waste a second and jump right in. Like, oh, hold on, let me see. Like, didn't even give me let an opportunity. Instead of like, uh, I don't know if I can go. I'll let you know. He just jumped in. Like, oh, hold on, hold on, let me see. I got dibs. Because last year the same thing happened to me. I told Nick, I'm not sure if I could go. What was it last year? It was two then, years ago. Oh, two years ago. Sorry. And then I finally told Nick, I was like, I can be 10, 15 minutes later. If I said I couldn't go, or I wasn't sure if I could go. By the time I told Nick and I finally got a, a sitter, uh, I found out that uh, he was actually, uh, he gave ticket away to somebody else. So this time I wasn't letting that going to happen. Wait, wait, hold on. Let's go to the timeout. It was a fifteen. It was three hours later. You got it back to me not, saying I got a sitter. Hours. It was three hours later. I asked you at noon. You told me at three. It was not three hours later. It was three hours later, hombre. I, I, I'd give you an hour, but not three hours. And, and, and I brought my little cousin. You did. You took. We were mad because we got to go on the ice and we got Madison level seats and we were eating lobster and and sushi all night for free. It was a once in a lifetime experience, and I missed it. So yeah, I'm yeah, I mean, you're slow on the trigger. But why don't you guys talk about the Rangers while I get this stuff? I'll pop up the pop up the shirts. Yeah, I just downloaded it. So get started on the Rangers. All right, Nick. How about them boys? The boys are buzzing, as they say. What a streak, dude! A great home streak. Okay, what they win seven in a row? Yeah, seven. Eight, in a row. Eight, eight at home or nine at home? I just want to point out, I have never ever been to a Rangers game and seen them lose. Ever in my life. Yeah, you should have been there last night. And I, w- I told you guys we should go to the game because I'm good luck. Yeah, you didn't get us tickets. Rook's making the weirdest faces right now. He has to poop. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, uh, I think uh, some of the encouraging things that we've seen over the course of the last week or so, um, a little bit more than a week actually because they play hockey like every three to four days these days. It seems. Yeah, there was a big gap in between, but they stayed um, fresh. But uh, Shesterkin looks like the best goalie in the league. Uh, hands down, that, that injury came right at the now. worst time. That yeah. injury came at the worst time because you know what? That avalanche game was the first real test of the season. 
I don't I don't count the game that we played opening up against the the Capitals. Everybody's you know not fresh coming off of uh, preseason. It, it, it was too early in the season. The guys weren't ready. They didn't find themselves. And at this point, that was the big test for them. Rolling on that win streak, coming against the Avalanche, who scored like a bajillion points in the four games between them. Um, I believe in their previous four games, they had like 30-something goals. I believe they have seven goals four times already this season in a game. They're a hot team. Their standings don't really show it. Um, The Rangers, uh, as far as points go, are ahead of them. But they came into the garden rolling hot. Uh, they put up points, and they put up points against Huska. I, I didn't like the decision to start Huska. Um, I think it was unfair to him to bring him up from Hartford and throw him like – I mean, cool. talk about some – yeah. Talk about throwing somebody into the fire. They threw him into a raging inferno against that offense. And Not only that, I, but the rest of his team is, is sucking wind at that point. Coming from another time zone. Granted, it's just Chicago. It's one hour difference. One hour still, difference. They, they rolled in at three a.m. One hour difference for us. Think about this. Whenever they play on the, in Chicago or on the West Coast, and I'm up till eleven. Oh, I feel it in the morning because I usually I'm worked up till I'm worked up until around eleven when the game's over, and right. then I'm worked up. At that point, I'm worked up and I'm up till midnight. Now I got to wake up at six a.m. and I've gotten six hours instead of eight. And and you don't feel good the next day, you know. It, it no. just it's a little thing. It is. It is. And you're oh, they're professionals. Get over it. They are, and they won't make excuses for it. But as a human being, you should be able to at least understand and empathize that. Yeah, it does it does play a role and a small effect. And playing hockey back to back days is not the easiest of things to do. I'm not saying it's impossible, but it's not the easiest things thing to do. And and you're right. They 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 put Husk in a, almost an impossible situation against a very high scoring team. Take a lot of shots. And the rest of his team is sucking wind. So yeah. I honestly would have rather seen Georgiev in the in the net only because he's been bitching about not getting enough playing time. You know what? And right. Georgiev has to take his lumps. He he's very inconsistent this season. Uh, one day he comes out and looks like a pro goalie, and the next day looks like he should be down playing junior somewhere. Um, yeah. I think Georgiev should have been in there taking his lumps. I think that game, on top of being a test for the Rangers, would have been a test for him to see how he stands up against a high-powered offense like the Avalanche. I would have liked to yep. see what Gorgiev did there. I, I don't think bringing Huska in there for that, you're not getting a real feel of what he can do. They should have started him against somebody. They, I, I would have rather them start him against Chicago. Maybe the mental chess game of Gallant was, listen, I think we could pull off a win. Let's get Gorgiev in that net in Chicago. The Avalanche might be a lost cause. They're coming in hot. Let's just get Huska in there. But I, I don't like the move. I understand the move. Secure the win in Chicago, but I don't like the move of just you're you're just throwing him into the flames. And he could have stood on his head and had an amazing game, and I think they still would have lost. I agree. And uh, but other things to be happy about: Nils Lundqvist got his first uh, score. Yeah. I guess he got his first goal. Uh, every time I hear his name, I just I think of Hank. I mean, mm-hmm. that's an unfortunate coincidence, I guess, for him because he's going to have to. I I don't think they're related, but he's gonna have to. No, make it's a name spelled for totally different. It's it's right, just a different spelling, right? It's it's his is Lundqvist as opposed to Lundqvist. Lundqvist, like that, right? yeah. Hank has a V, right? Yeah. Um, no, uh, this kid has a V. Oh, Hank didn't have. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, I I just think that uh, I just think that. Oh, what I was saying was he's gonna have to kind of like get away from that. You know, you you got the same name as a, a legend. 
and it, it, it's hard. You want to make a name for yourself, regardless of whether you're related or not. You know what I mean? Uh, and um, but he scored his first goal yesterday. And that was a nice goal. That was a beaut. That was that was no garbage goal. That's the type of first NHL goal you want. I uh, corner bar down, back in the night. I, I uh, what I liked about it was he fist pumped. He f- so hard that he fell. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, that's just pure happiness. That's yeah. that's elation. That's you know, he's so excited. He just made his first major. Like that's a that's a that's a, a, a step, right? Like you're getting your first hit in baseball or your first touchdown in in football or. Uh, uh, basketball scores so many points so easily. I don't think they have any big deals that are first. I don't know. Do they, Rook? And basketball is your first point a big yeah, deal? Yeah, I mean, they don't make the biggest deal of it, but it is like oh, uh, 3.2 seconds. Easiest sport to score in. Yeah, Listen, but they still like they still make a big deal about it. Like if you go back, they have Kobe's you first get, points. Do you get the ball? No, nah, they don't change the bar. Like yeah, that. then it ain't that important. Um, <laughs> let's put it this way. If you go the history of hockey, right, everybody that's ever played the game, Okay, the NHL has been around or, you know, the original six and stuff like that over 100 years. If you wrote a book for anybody that's ever scored a goal, that book is pretty damn small. Okay, so scoring your first goal in the NHL, that's an accomplishment that 99.99% of people that just play hockey, not people in the world that just play hockey will never get to accomplish. It's such a small elite thing and scoring against a a goalie in the NHL pro caliber, that, that is a feat in itself, something we will never be able to achieve. So for him to get that in that spot, beautiful shot. I I, I loved it. And, and to see that intensity and get that monkey off your back, I hope that opens up the floodgates. I hope he starts putting the puck in the back of the net more often. So uh, more interesting stuff going on, right? We brought Ryan Reeves in to be the big, uh, the Grim Reaver, yeah. terrorizing other teams. And Jacob Truba slowly but surely has come through. And, uh, and and putting the putting the the, the people through through walls and and, and such. Yeah. Uh, just a small thing. I know T, you have a lot to say about this. Yeah. A small thing that Jacob Truba is the fifth player in NHL history to have back to back games with a Gordie Howe hat trick, and the first one since Stephen Lynch in 1992. Now, for those of you who don't know what a a Gordie Howe hat trick is, it is a goal, an assist, and a fight. <laughs> and he did that against the Blackhawks because he put the screws. To uh, to uh, to Karen, uh, and then uh, yesterday he uh, knocked out McKinnon pretty well too. Both clean hits. Uh, T, talk talk to me about that. Let me ask you this, Nick. A little fun fact: How, how many? How how? <laughs> you know what? I'm I, I'm gonna mess this up, but say it. What are you doing? How much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? Dead air. How Come many? On. How many? Gordy Howe hat tricks did Gordy Howe have in his career? <laughs> that was close to what I said. I have no yeah. idea how many go to how many that did he was, have? That was pretty take, take throw throw it out there. Uh, I'm gonna say 25. Wait, how many years did he play? Twenty, like twenty two or something like that? Uh, no, uh, actually, eighteen, nineteen seasons. I think I forget. I think it was maybe nineteen. All right, so let's say he played nineteen. I don't know what's 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 three times nineteen. You way off. Am I? He had okay. one Gordy Howe hat trick in his career. Did he? Wow. Then why do they call it that? Wow. Coin the name. It's stuck, and it's Gordy Howe. I mean, come on. It's Gordy Howe. It works. It, like it, if uh, I told you it was uh, um, Franz Fernandez or something like that, you'd be like, "Who?" You want to name it after somebody that everybody knows. You say Gordy Howe, everybody knows who the hell you're talking about. But uh, talking about so, Truba, and I, I yes. know you got a lot to say about Truba. Listen. I just want you to know, I, I, he hit 
he hit both those guys, and all I heard was fatality. Dude, <laughs> that's all I heard. He's banging bodies. He's playing like a real Northeast defenseman. He can score. He can get assists. He gets involved in plays. Okay, it's everything you want out of a big boy standing at that blue line, and now he's really throwing the body around. All right, two you know hits. What it is? He's not the only one that's going to fight. That's that's what it is. Right. Listen, you don't have to sit there and go, I can't get into a fight right now because then I'm not there to defend somebody else. Right. And, and the Rangers are pretty solid on defense. The Rangers are pretty yeah. solid on defense. He, he's one of the biggest guys out there other than uh, Reaver over there. So it, it, it's fine for him to get in a scuff. The thing I don't like, okay, and, and it's rampant in the NHL. When you throw a big, clean, clean hit, okay, both of those hits were clean. We were arguing with people on Twitter. Uh, all week this week, okay, shoulder down, driving through the chest of the opposing player, elbows down, stick down. That's how you check. There's nothing dirty about it. If you keep your head down in the NHL and you try to carry the puck, you are going to wake up in the back of the locker room. End of story. You keep your head up. It's hockey 101. And he happened to catch both guys with their heads down, and they paid the price. You keep your head up. Okay, That's but the thing I don't like, he's Truba should not have to answer the bell and drop the gloves every time he lays a big clean hit. It's getting ridiculous. Big hits happen. Let it go. And you know what? Truba's handling himself pretty damn well. I think he took both those fights pretty easily. Okay, he came out on top of the victor. I, I I think the more that happens and the more he roughs people up after laying the beats, and now. That's a momentum loss in your department. You go and you try to defend your player after a clean hit, which you shouldn't do. You shouldn't be dropping your gloves against somebody that laid a good hit. Ramp up the intensity, and you lay a hit on somebody. You don't need to drop the gloves. It's akin in baseball that somebody hits a home run off of you and you drill the next batter. Yeah, it's played out, but you know what? Get a little old school. You you know what? They're throwing hits. You throw bodies back. But it's the fact that no one – no one – listen – Reeves bangs bodies better than anybody out there for the Rangers right now, and no one will drop the gloves with him. No and one. because Truba might end up getting a reputation like that. He's winning these fights. He's winning the fights. Dude, he's a big boy. And, and, and like, you know, like I mentioned on Twitter the other day, people are like, oh, well, he, he, it was shoulder to chin. No, he aimed for his chest. The guy's head was down, and he unintentionally caught his face along with burying his shoulder into the guy's chest. How do you avoid that? That That's like every time, like, come on, we complain every week on Sunday about the bullshit. You can't tackle the quarterback. You can't touch the quarterback. If you land even a little bit with your weight on him, it's a penalty right away, 15 yards, first down, and it's bullshit. And you want to soften up the game. A couple of years ago, it was get rid of the fighting. They tried so hard to do it. You can't take off your helmet during the fight. You can't do this and that, okay? They, they, when they came up with that rule and the guys took their took each other's helmets off. Yeah, it was great. Right, and then they outlawed that after the game after. But it, it, yeah. it just goes to show you that you want to soften up a game that's been perfect for over a hundred years. Leave it's it alone. Violence. It would but be listen, like, if but it's not even violent. Like, like everybody wants to act like hockey's a violent sport. A fight is. You are less likely to get hurt in a fight than getting a regular open ice check. And how many open ice checks happen on a nightly basis well, I, in any I, I, NHL game? The case right now, though, is that they're trying to – a lot of people are sitting there going, we need to stop these checks. Bullshit. Then, then, then you're watching a men's beer league. It ruins the game. But 
I, I just want to point out every sport where there is physicality and contact involved. The rule in all those sports is keep your head up. In yeah. in football, you you don't tackle what you can't see. Why? Because you'll break your neck. Oh, in yeah. boxing, if you, in boxing you keep your t- your chin tucked, but if you look down, you're gonna get uppercutted right in the face. Like you're like when I when I was going through Modern Army Combatives program, that was the first thing they told us. Like when you go into clinch, don't put your face down. I'll punch you in the face. Like a straight uppercut right to your face. So you know these guys are making rookie mistakes. You learn that in Pee Wee's. Don't put your face to the to the ice, and, and they're doing it. And and you know I understand their their teammates don't like the fact that they're getting slapped around, but it's I mean, one thing to defend. I love when people defend their teammates, but you're defending them against a clean check and, and you know what it listen it, it looks bad it, it looks rough it looks violent what do you expect when somebody's skating at 15 to 20 miles an hour one way and 15 to 20 miles an hour the other way and both of them weigh over 200 pounds you're essentially That's getting into bad. a car crash you're getting That's into a bad. car crash and guess what happens when you're not paying attention that's like having your seatbelt off and getting into a car accident okay you're not paying attention your head is down you're gonna take the worst end of it End of story. And I don't think you're taking Truba out out of the game for five minutes, okay, because you want to defend your teammate because he had his head down and received a clean check. And I honestly like seeing the other night with the Avs, him getting the instigator for picking the fight with Truba. They should start dealing with it more. I don't want McKinnon hurt. I don't want Karen hurt. No, you don't want to see anybody get hurt. But, but you know, it's, it's unfortunately, it's part of every sport. People get hurt. Anybody asking for a Truba suspension? This is what I've got for you. Uh, you're flat out wrong. That's it. I mean, but I think we've harped enough on the Truba train and it coming through into a station near you. Uh, next, Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team, team Ready. ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. This game for the Rangers is on Friday. Um, and they, Nick, I just uh, want to mention... Um, Speaking of stations, obviously the gardens on top of Penn Station. Uh, so we obviously went to the game last Friday, as we were talking about before. Rub it uh, in. I have, I have not been to New York City in two years because of COVID. I moved to Jersey. Obviously, I have not been in there. I could say I'm actually happy that I'm not in New York City anymore. As soon as I got out of the car, right, the smell of homeless piss and the smell of weed just hits me in the face. Just and the entire time getting harassed, asking for coins and money. And that's then you have a weak face. Nobody asked me for shit. <laughs> no, that's not that's why. You're from New Jersey. They can smell the townie in you. They're like, right. he ain't from no, here. Don't He'll stop. Don't, don't try to defend. They at me. They were like, don't he's not giving the Blasio's New York. If you defend the Blasio's New York, you might as well. I'm not. I'm defending my city, New York, 
from fucking some fucking shill from Jersey. His kid's going to be all, a devil's fan when he gets older. I'm from Brazil. His kid's going to have to defend herself. Let me finish my story. Why do you always interrupt? You're not from New York. Nick, you always interrupt. You never let everybody finish. You always interrupt everybody. So let me finish <laughs> the story. Mute him. Mute him. Oh, yeah. Good idea. I could mute him. I have the power of muting him. There you go. You muted. Anyway, so I, I get to the steps of the garden. And there's just blood stains everywhere. <laughs> just blood stains on the step of the garden. I'm like, I don't, I don't miss this New York at all. Do I miss New York the way it used to be? Of course I do. I love living in New York. Love going to the city every weekend. But the way it is now, I do not enjoy going there at all. Do you love Jersey so much now? You fucking traitor. Oh, I, oh, I, I muted TJ by accident. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> the, best part is, the best part is Nick actually stayed quiet during the mute. And he wasn't even muted. The, the problem oh, is, and I don't mean to take it in a political way, but the cops aren't allowed to do their job. Homeless is rampant because you're just going to be homeless and shooting up everywhere. There's just drugs and needles all over the frigging place, and it's played out. And New yeah. York is not the same place. It's and not. again, we're born in the 80s, okay? And we got we were lucky enough to be in a time where when we were getting taken to the city as kids – they they started Disneying up the you know Times Square. It wasn't the Times Square of the sixties and seventies of just drugs and hookers. No more hookers. What's that about? Yeah, I, I don't understand. I mean, where'd they go? They got to be somewhere. Now you, go, now you go to Times Square and you see a bunch of people walking around like gems. <laughs> the, the city hasn't but, been the same ever since uh, Giuliani secretly murdered all those homeless people. <laughs> no, he just put them on a bus and sent them to California. So agree. He yeah. sent them to fucking Jersey's where he sent them like he sent the rest of the trash. Listen, that, but I, it, it's the fact that I, I feel bad, but, you know, before all this crap, before it started getting really bad pre-COVID, you know, we would take the ferry with my son into the city. We would go walk around Central Park, take him to uh, the Central Park Zoo, go on the uh, carousel, do those co- t- types of things. And now he's in school. He's in first grade. And I, I loved going to the Museum of Natural History. I love going to Hayden Planetarium. But now it's like, do I really want to be? Jumping over homeless people with my six-year-old, getting bothered, asked for change and stuff like that, and the potential of getting stabbed, and that person's going to walk free that night because there's no bail. You just like you, you just go on a stabbing oh, spree. Yeah. When we were kids, New York was the exact same way. I remember being a kid, homeless not. people being fucking everywhere. It was when not. Dude. Was there, there was homeless people everywhere. I had to go into Manhattan with my mom regularly. Be, I was terrified of homeless people because Oscar the Grouch was homeless, and he was terrifying. Dude, but they weren't. They weren't everywhere. Let's put it this way: they were. Let's, you just didn't realize it. No, they weren't. They weren't. Dude, the other the, a, a couple months ago, we had to go into the city to do a homeless clean out, right? And there is a, I won't name the, the shop, but it's a very prominent high-end furniture store in Manhattan, okay? Right in Midtown. I'm talking about you want a bedroom set, you're going for 25K easily, okay? And we're doing a homeless clean out there because there's about six people setting up tents up against the windows of the storefront, are you going to walk into that store and drop 25, 30 grand when some dude is literally washing his balls up against the window? I would masturbate. Yeah, or, or just or just ripping one out because, oh, well, they have the right to be here. Like, oh, okay. That makes sense, dude. It, New York saying, City has turned into a shithole. It's a shithole. It happens every 20 years. It happens every 20 years, guy. Listen, dude. Uh, years, listen, I want to get yeah. away from the political nonsense because whatever, it is what it is. But I... New York is not the place we went to when we grew up. It's not It's not as fun anymore. It's not safe. It's not safe at all. Fucking dude sets the Christmas tree on fire in front of Fox headquarters. It's like, out, are you serious? Yeah, and he's and out he's the next day, the next day. morning. All right, it's well, a let's joke. Try, let's try to do this here. I'm going to try to show the um, 
Let's see. Does that work here? How do I do this? Oh, I like this. Uh, it doesn't get into my nooks and crannies of my face. Oh, that's just the overlay. <laughs> Taco right. Tuesday shirt. Do that. All right. Well, no, we'll do this way. Um, here's the new Caco Tuesday shirt, the new mock-up. We did this one, which I like it. I like yeah, the black I, and white. I like it. No like color? Blue. No blue? So the other one, neither of them have color in it. This is the other one, but it's blue, but it's the, obviously it's switched. Sure the shirt's blue, and the the scoreboard addicts will be in the back. Is Kaku left handed? That's what Ooh. I was gonna say. I don't think. I think he's right hand. I think this one's more accurate, but there's just no blue color into it. So we'll talk to them. Yeah, we up. gotta get a little um, red, red, white, and blue in there. Um, because yeah. I mean, then, our 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 original mock-ups are better than that. I think. Yeah, and then so we have the other Manalpa one. I actually like this one because like the color, but this is Manalpa. That's dope. I like um, it. Then we have this one as well. Malibu Township, New Jersey. I like the first one. Out on the Malibu Township, New Jersey shirt, like on their page. Yeah, and then here we go. Uh, this is the other one. I actually like this one the best. I don't get it. Big black yeah. rooster. We'll go with that one. I don't get I it. I like it. I like it. <laughs> that or the second one. We might sell two of them. No, the first one definitely. The first one's definitely the first nice. one. I got to scream out, Utah! Get me two. <laughs> little meatball yeah, sub action. Dude, I, I, I like that one. The Kaka one needs a little more color, a little more emphasis. Just, I would say, make sure they put up the uh, the uh, scoreboard, you know, little thing higher up on the neck because for whatever reason, doing it on Zazzle, it put it right in the middle of the shirt. I still like it, but it needs to be a little higher up on the. Yeah, I was gonna tell the same thing. Make sure it's like a smaller version of logo just on the yeah. top there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's. I think we pretty much. Drilled into the New York Rangers there. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. We got to tip our hat to our man, Ryan Reeves. Okay. The yeah. fourth line is a big spark. You got Rooney putting the puck in the back of the net. Okay. Dunking that biscuit, baby. And Reeves with five points on the year. Okay. A guy that's a goon, you know, is not out there to do anything but throw the body and get into fist fights. And he's making awesome passes and setting up goals, not like a goon accidentally hitting off his leg or something like that. I mean, he's picking up the puck and putting it in a place where somebody can score easily. It's amazing. And did you what? see that dude we follow on Twitter, the stat uh, kid? Stat, he, stat boy Steven? Yeah. Shout out to him because I, – and I got to find the tweet real quick. Um, you know, I won't do it. But essentially, he listed about six players on the Islanders that aren't considered goons – that Ryan Reeves has more points than collectively. I've been rooting for Reeves to score because I know he's. they've been asking him about it. He's like, yeah, of course you want to score, but you know what? If I'm getting points passing the ball, then, you know, it is what it is. You know, it's – we're winning. Why can't I – I can't be mad. We're winning. He's not useless. That's the point. You don't want your fourth line to be useless. You need them out there to get a spark. You need them out there to get your first and second line arrest. His assists are not just—they're impressive. They're crisp, type stuff, dude. They're crisp. They're crisp assists. Okay, they're vibing real well. Yeah, he gets involved in the play, and the best part is when he throws a hit, he gets right back in the play. He's not standing over a body. He's not trying to goon it up. He's not looking for a fight. You want to go at him? You want to fight him? He's there, but he's there to to light light the fire. Give his boys on the first and second line a rest. Bang, bang, bang the drum. That's it, boys. All right, now now we can move on because I, I I am a hundred percent on the Reeves bandwagon. I love the move. I love the pickup. I love that we have him through next year. 
Ryan Reeves, hit us up, man. Let's talk. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That beer, Grim Reaver, seventy-five. I want that beer. Also, uh, so let's I guess move on to. I think we'll hit up college football before we get into NFL first. But college before we get into the CFP, before we get into the one CFP, I do want to say it's not like the others. One of these guys just doesn't belong the entire time. <laughs> I'm trying to tell. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm the only one here to- that watches college football. What's that? I said I'm the only one that watches college football. I watch. I watch some of it. I watch the big names, but. I do want to say before we get to college football, college basketball, big night for the New Jersey team. Rutgers defeat Purdue, number one in the nation. By two I don't know why you're doing that. That's actually impressive win. Be an unranked team to beat uh, Rutgers. I mean, to beat Purdue, number one team in the nation. And then Seton Hall basketball beat number seven in the nation tonight. So big night for the Jersey teams. Uh, well, Seton Hall beat Texas. I didn't say who they beat, but it's a big night. Uh, in college basketball, a lot of upsets. So that's that's fun, and the fact they're both local here with Rutgers and Seton Hall, it's pretty impressive. So, going from there, college basketball into the uh, college football playoffs. So we have I start about that. I just want yeah. to point out the local teams are St. John's and Syracuse. For what New York? This is New York, right? Well, Fucking- first of all, if you listen to any like New York sports radio, it's always the tri-state area. They include Seton Hall. If I could, I'd give it back to England because it's shabby and classless, just like you. Do me a favor. Listen to the fan tomorrow morning. They're going to say. I would never. They talk about Rutgers for years. I would never listen to the fan. They'll talk about ESPN2 New York. They'll they'll talk about them. They talk about Villanova. Villanova is not local to New York either. Fucking basketball. You're horrible, Nick. Anyway, but looking at these college football teams, all right, one so of got, these teams does not match. So we got Bama versus Cincy, and then Big Blue Michigan versus University of Georgia. And Nick keeps referring to it. First time a non-Power 5 team. It's a group of five team, Cincinnati. Uh, I, I, I honestly don't know where the fuck they came from. They're undefeated. Like, I'm not saying they're not undefeated. I'm just saying this is when the fuck is in. This is, I think this is my ultimate problem with college football, right? Go ahead. There are some leagues, some divisions in, in college football, right? There are some conferences in college football where the competition is super stark, the SEC being one of them, all right? Uh, the ACC used to be, but the ACC is kind of on the rise a little bit. Uh, North Carolina playing a lot better than they previously had. Uh, Florida State's starting to come back after a, a, a abysmal two years. Uh, and uh, Miami, they're going through a struggle right now. Uh, Clemson obviously was riding high for a very long time, and VT was running high when Mike Vick was there. They were a very uh, accomplished team. Uh, Wake Forest has always kind of been trash, and North Carolina State is like, eh, here and there, they're good. You know, when they had Phil Rivers, they were doing great. Um, but Cincy, what conference are they playing? Uh, isn't it the American? Yeah, they play in a fucking trash conference, all right? So you could be moderately almost kind of good and go undefeated. Yeah, good, but do you think they but get rolled they over? Beat Notre Dame. I, I, so Notre Dame fucking sucks because Florida State. I'm a huge. You guys know me. I'm a huge Florida State fan, and Notre Dame beat Florida State by one fucking point. Notre Dame, Dame is trash. I don't give a fuck. Notre Dame hasn't been relevant since Joe Montana played at fucking Notre Dame. Well, Name me a now, fucking player that's come out of Notre Dame, Dame in the last thirty years that's worth talking about. Man, Tay, Man, Tay, Oh, yeah, Man, Tay, Tao. Yeah. And his imaginary Man, girlfriend. girlfriend. Fucking yeah. incredible. The best player they've had in 20 years is Golden fucking Tate. 
and met and his fake girlfriend, the Man Titea. Fake girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's a great. Is he, is he, in, the, is he in the NFL anymore? No, is, is he even on a roster? No, right? I don't think so. And what? Notre that was Dame, four years ago can, where he got I, drafted. I'll, I'll fact check it, but I don't. I'll think say so. this right now: Manti Teo. I'm sorry, Notre Dame and certain schools like USC and Texas in the last 20 years completely fucking irrelevant. The last time USC was relevant, they were paying kids to go to their school against Listen. the fucking rights. Listen, all I know is Notre Dame, year in and year out, grab a redheaded stepchild and throws him in a leprechaun uniform and puts him to work. Who else is hiring the redheads? Okay, give some love. Uh, my sister, because my brother-in-law is a redhead. Um, <laughs> but yeah, fuck Notre Dame, all right? They're my, like, trash, all right? You they hate them so much fuck. for no reason. They haven't been relevant since Rudy, but we talk about them every year. So last they time he played, was there's still a team to watch. There's still a team to watch, dude. Why? They suck. It's like Texas. When was the last time Texas was good? When Vince Young played there? Let's put it this way. Why do we watch Army Navy every year? That's Either way, the, they're both irrelevant that, fucking teams. That, no. Army Navy is a tradition. You're watching your future fighting men play. That's I agree. But neither and one of them. Notre Dame. A fucking. Uh, why do you give a fuck about Notre Dame? They haven't been relevant in 30 years. Still fun Why? to watch. Oh, because they're the fighting Irish, and I'm Irish. <laughs> Big fucking deal. Fuck say that, that at all. I didn't say that at all. Stop being a racist, okay? It's fucking true. It's fucking true. Anyway. You're ridiculous yeah. right now. So, so You're being college, absolutely. Brooke, Brooke, yes, mute. My biggest problem with college football right now is that, uh, is that uh, fucking the AP decides who's a good team. And that's completely opinion-based. It's like if everybody has the same opinion, you're ranked number one. Okay, where's the proof in the pudding? And I saw somebody come out with a new college playoff where basically if you won your conference, you played another team in a bowl. And they just kept going into bowls until you got to a national championship game. And I almost like a almost like the uh the sweet sixteen uh for the you know the national uh college basketball championship, you know? Oh and I, I think that's better because a team like fucking Cincy wouldn't make it out of the first round. They're only I, in this playoff because a group of reporters said they're the best. Okay, and who they had to play to do it to prove it? Nobody. Who's in? Just, who's actually in the uh, the committee? Like, who, who are the big names of the committee? You're I mean, the AP, so if you're an Associated Press affiliated uh, reporter, you have a vote. Same thing with the coaches poll; it's the same deal. Like, if you're a coach, you have a you have a vote. No, I don't think that's it, Nick. So no, the the AP poll is associated press poll. No, I'm saying like, the committee to pick the actual games is like mm. there's two because one, two, three. It's four, always going to be whoever's one, two, three, four. No, it's not. It says the athletic directors, as Arizona State professors, but they're not. They're not people on the like. If they picked somebody out of the top four to be in in the college football playoffs, the the, the world would riot. No, I I mean I don't I I guess I get what you kind of mean, but I don't know. I don't but know. I, it just. You know, I think it's a uh, committee that does it, but I agree with you though, Nick. When it comes to actually, it's a bit more, more than six people. There's a bunch of people in here, but I would say um, with the committee, like regarding the playoff, I would prefer like a six, seven, even eight. You have to go 16, 12, whatever it is. More teams, the better. It makes more money for these for these for the colleges too of NCAA. I think it should be expanded, but I want to kind of talk more about instead of what the playoff is, but more about the matchups that we have here. 
So we have Bama Cincy first. You have the SEC champions, Alabama, who came back, you know, defeat Georgia. They had a tough year in the beginning. I mean, they only lost, what, one game, I think, and they almost lost to Auburn. Then they come into the SEC championship, and they just wax the floor of Georgia. It is it was incredible watching it. I thought Georgia was going to come in there. The first quarter of that game, everybody was watching going, oh, my God, Alabama's going to lose. Yeah, yeah, and then but they then also next thing you know they took over and UGA has been a good team. They've been a good team yeah. all year. I I was actually shocked they got as well as badly beaten as they did. Who's the player watching that in the Cincy Bama game? I don't know anyone from Cincinnati, but I mean, I think most <laughs> of the Bama players are obviously important to watch. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, what's what's his name? The Bryce? Uh, is it Bryce Young? No, Bryce Young. Yeah, it's long, it's Bryce Young. Yeah. Yeah, Bryce Young. I mean, he's 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 coming. Into, he's playing better than he was before. Mm. Everyone was saying he's a question mark on that team, and he could lead this team to a championship. He's he's definitely playing better. And Cincy, I don't, I don't know anyone from Cincy, but what I'm looking forward to. So besides the Bama Cincy, I don't think that game's gonna be close. I think Bama takes that, goes right to another final. Um, and then I think with between UGA and Big Blue, Michigan. Uh, the big matchup there is going to be those big boys up front in Michigan. They have an incredible offensive line, just push bodies around. Um, they have an incredible and, defensive line. Uh, yeah, they do too as well. And so does, so does Georgia. So, yeah. I mean, when it comes to watching, you know, Michigan against an Ohio State, I, you know, I root for Ohio State. I watch that game and I'm just like, they could not stop this run. And this, I don't like, oh, I don't like uh, Jim Harbaugh at all. I think he's a weasel. Well, he finally got his the monkey off his back. He finally beat Ohio State. Finally won a Big Ten championship. That's what they paid him all this money for, and he finally broke through. So, well, well I, I don't like him because of what he did at Stanford. I just think that he's a dishonest weasel. I, I don't, I don't find him to be a very trustworthy individual. He has no integrity as a as a man. Uh, he shook a lot of parents' hands and told them that he'd take care of their kids at, at Stanford, and then left for the NFL. After yeah. people asked him, like, "Are you going to leave for the NFL?" He was like, "No, no, no. I'll trust me. I'll take care of your kid." And he dipped before the season even started. So, but I mean, I'm very untrustworthy and scumbag. But I hate Ohio State. So, but how, how often do people do that though? It happens all the time. It happens, and Brian I don't have respect for those people either. Brian Kelly just did it. You know, yeah, I have respect for him either. So, well, at least uh, at least at least you're across uh, the board. I'm consistent about it. I'm consistent. Yeah, yeah. About it. Um, exactly. I, I I don't have a problem with somebody leaving for a better job. But if it's talked about and they, somebody asks you flat out, like, are you going to leave to go to that better job and leave me in the, in the dust? And you flat out say no and then do it. You're a scumbag. You have no honor. You have no integrity. Fuck Jim Harbaugh, truthfully. Yeah, uh, but fuck Ohio State more. They have a stupid mascot. I think I, I think I said this the other day. You're hurtful. Mascot You're hurting in sports. Me. You're hurting me. The Buckeye? How dare you? It's Brutus? a fucking nut. It's a nut. <laughs> You're a fucking time get, nut. Time to get this nut. <laughs> it's a fucking – it's an oversized chestnut. Are you kidding me? Hey. Who the fuck names their their team? Like like the Virginia Tech Hokies. A Hokie is a fake fucking thing. It's not a real thing. And even I would take that over a fucking nut. <laughs> Wait, this what? This that's what she said. <laughs> oh, that's what she said. Come yeah. on, you're part of the you're, you're part of the drive. I, I was too, I was hyped up about fucking Ohio State and their fucking whack ass name. You're like She's very angry. A nonsense. A giant nut, and you know, not once did you say that's what she said. Unbelievable. Yeah. Sorry. Who this man? Uh, I'm slipping. Well, my prediction is going to be Bama. My prediction could be Bama UGA rematch in the finals. Uh, you know, I'm going to take Georgia to actually win it. This game seems to happen for like a lot of the month because it's just how college football is. But I'm going to I'm going to say Georgia. You know, finally gets that uh, 
gets that elusive championship, defeat Bama, but I'm probably going to be wrong because I know Bama just always comes through. And they somehow Nick Saban always gets his players to play and win a championship. So I think I think UGA loses to Michigan. Really? And I think Michigan wins a national championship and Aiden Hutchinson takes his fucking stock and the cream rises to the top. <laughs> I, I think that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> and then he's gonna get drafted by the Jets and be a bust. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, what else is uh, what else is new people get drafted by the Jets? Yeah. Zach Wilson. No, no, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I think at this point the Giants take the cake with taking fucking Saquon Barkley where they took him. Yeah, that's pretty bad. And, and Daniel Jones. He is like a bust. Daniel Jones was Daniel Jones is a bust because he never had the expectation of being that great. When the Giants picked him, they weren't like, oh, this is a great pick. Everyone who watched picked him, everyone like, in the, the whole world was like, what did you just do? Exactly. Everyone was like, this is a terrible pick. No one was taking him where where he was. You should have they should have took Josh Allen the uh, the linebacker because they need a good defensive player and he would have been great for the Giants. I thought they yeah. needed a linebacker for like twenty years. They needed a linebacker since LT retired. I was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Carl Banks, who retired Tom. first. But whoever retired last between Carl Banks and uh, and uh, LT, who are like that's the longest that they've had since uh, needing a linebacker. Even the linebackers when they won Super Bowls, like do you remember them? Like you probably you guys yeah, probably don't remember. Antonio Pierce, Kiwanuka. Remember Kiwanuka? Matthias Kiwanuka. The, the reason why I remember him is because his name is so awesome. Of Liberia. He went to Boston. Yeah. No, I know him because he went to Boston College. And I'm a Florida State fan. Oh, right, right. So, yeah. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's uh... <laughs> All right, let's get into week 13. Oh, should we do picks first? Maybe we'll do picks first. Do, we picks? do, picks, do first. picks first? All right. All right. I'm on the bottom of the barrel, so I'll go first. NFL picks. Hold on, hold on. We got to set it up. TJ, you got to let the people picks. know who's yeah. at the top and who's at the bottom. Pajamas. Pajamas. <laughs> All right. So in dead last place is Nick, 31 yeah. and 35. And then me and Rook tied again two weeks in a row, 33, 32, and one push. Yes. He says below 500. I mean, above, above 500. 500. Above, above 500. 500. Uh, yeah. oh. Yeah, that's right. We all suck, so we might as well all be booed. No, just you two. Uh, Fuck you two. But being on the bottom, I'll go first. That's uh, <laughs> um, I'm taking Denver minus ten. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, fucking spread this week, as in what seems like all weeks with the NFL this this year, awful. Just the most gigantic spreads you could find. 
in a season. Like, it's absolutely crazy. There's multiple dub- double-digit spreads. Crazy. But anyway, taking Denver minus 10. The Bengals plus one and a half. The Packers minus 11 and a half. The Cards minus two. The Cowboys minus four. And I'm taking the under on Raiders Chiefs 47 and a half. Not bad, not bad. All right, I'll drop mine. Um, it's, it's those big you. ones. Those big ones are tough. Like the, the large spreads are, are a push. Yeah, like, abso- the, the listen, kids. absolutely. But it's supposed to be tough at this point in the year. So I'm going to, I'm going to try to hope that Washington keeps rolling, keeps the wind train going. I'm going to go Washington plus four, the Bucks minus three. I think the Bills have shit the bed completely in the past couple of weeks. So I want to see Tom Brady pick them apart. Um, the Saints minus five and a half, the Panthers minus two and a half, Chargers minus nine and a half, and then I'm going to take the Lions Broncos under 42 and a half. And uh, I do have my picks, but I gave them to TJ and I didn't write them down. I got you, Rook. So why don't you just uh, repeat? Yeah, those. Rook's taking the Jets, the Giants, the. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I actually think, oh, I bet against the Jazz. I took minus five and a half Saints. Yeah, so they, Rooks, Rooks going minus five and a half Saints, the Jags plus eight. Wait, and wait, half. hold on. He bet against the Giants? No, I didn't no. pick, I didn't no, pick no, no, that no. game this week. Oh, okay. I did that no. last week, and it worked. So, yeah, yeah, yeah work, you bet right? against the Giants. You know why, right? Because they You're suck. You're <laughs> No, because they suck. I bet against the Giants. Easy pick. Who are they uh, playing? You, the You're playing the the Chargers. 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 How much is the spread, though? It's big, though. It's nine Nine and a half. Jake Fromm's supposed to start, so I mean it's actually not that terrible of a pick. <laughs> yeah, I'm sick of hearing on, on the fan and shit. Uh Jake Fromm, State Farm. It's like, yeah. okay, it's played out. Like, stop, please. So stupid. So Between stupid. that and JB Smooth. Oh. This is my garden. Welcome home. Like, no, it's not. No, it's not. Spike Lee should spit in your face. All right, what's the next? What's the next? All right, so we got Rook with the Saints minus five and a half. Jags plus eight and a half. Washington plus four. The Detroit Lions plus 10, Cincinnati Bengals plus one and a half, and Rook is taking the under on the Bills Bucks game at 53 and a half. It's a large, it's a, it's a large, uh, it's a big number. Order. That is a big number, and I it's actually like it a lot. What are you taking that? What did you say? Under 53 and a half. Okay, okay, that's good. Yeah, I mean, the Bills' offense is sputtering. They don't even have a running back. They have like three running backs, and they all stink. You're talking about they have one of the best running backs in the league, his name's Josh Allen. Yeah, <laughs> he's a quarterback. He's like he's like the he's like Lamar Jackson. They're like they just run a lot. The league's taking the league is catching up to him, aren't they? Yeah, and uh, they're well. Speaking of which, now we should go into the week thirteen recap. Hold on, here. T, you did your picks. I did. Yeah. I went I first. Just, I went last. Yeah, that's why. So we're gonna I know you went first. Next, sorry. Yeah, we went going to week thirteen. Then recap. Um, talk about that Monday night football game between the Bills and the Pats. The Bills put up ten points. Uh, they could not stop the run against the Patriots. The Patriots played old school, hard nosed Army Navy football game. But dude, Just how bad run, was run, that run, game? Run, run. Right, Army like, throws the ball more than three times a game, dude. But that's yeah. not the game we wanted horrible. to see. That win was brutal. Okay, was I understand you 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 play football in the elements, but that wind was so brutal that that game was not the game that it was built up to be. That mm-hmm. should have been a high powered. A lot of point game. I agree. And you didn't get it. It was just, it was old school. They should have taken off their helmets and put on leather fucking helmets <laughs> and, and, and called it a day. That's it, dude. It, it, so, it was played out. I think I hate it. 
So my question is, does that does, does that game does that game show the lack of necessity at the quarterback position for the Patriots? No, not no. at all. Well, I mean, they threw it three times. So the least amount of passes in like the modern era ever. No, but I, I, last, like, fifty years. Yeah, so, because so they went up early, or could anybody do it? They went up early, and there was no reason other than to run the ball and kill the clock because you can't go in the air. I, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing. Mac Jones only throws five yard passes anyway. You, what difference does it make? Listen, we get it. You hate Mac Jones, but I think what it solidifies oh, is so. honestly, other than for the nostalgia of, of Lambeau Field, football should be played in a fucking dome. Like nobody wants to see these games. Nobody wants to see a shit show in the wind. It, it, no, it kills it. It's not fun not at all. Fun watching that. Not at all. Especially when no. this asshole took the over on that game. Yours. You took the over? Yeah, I, I didn't know it was going to be a fucking 45 mile an hour windstorm all game. I saw the wind and I was like, I have to bet the other in this game. Dude, uh, no, well, I took the over when we made our picks on Wednesday. Oh, right. You did. Yeah, I, dude, I didn't know it was going to be a shit show yeah, of, uh, of a weather situation. That's because we picked so early. Right. But that's what I mean. Like, it's, but dude, you didn't get the game that you were supposed to get. You didn't get the bill that you were supposed to get. That's like showing up to see fucking Wicked with Kristen Chenoweth and and the chick from Frozen. And instead, they bring out the homeless guy that DeBazio just let out of jail. The guy who was masturbating in front of my job. Yeah. And then set the Christmas tree on fire. I'm sorry. That's who you got in the lead role. What? I don't know what the fuck you just said to me. It's like going to see Wicked with Kristen Chenoweth and Adina Menzel. Yeah, <laughs> and they're getting like, you know, some. Scrub. Listen, number one, don't fuck? don't talk shit about Wicked. That was like one of the greatest plays I've ever seen in my life. Yes, I go to plays. Yeah, yeah don't talk shit about Frozen either. Frozen's yeah, awesome. yeah. When you have a kid, you'll understand. Yeah, girl dad. Okay. Yeah, he's not a girl dad. He's a boy dad. Why is he going to watch fucking Wicked and Frozen? He's I watch Frozen because my son, I ask him, like, hey, buddy, what do you think? Blonde or redhead? You know, they, <laughs> redhead gets a little crazy. The blonde alone's a little more, you know. Then I, well, my wife slaps me. Come on. we have, I mean, I've been to Wicked, too. And my wife Wicked's my, great. I loved it. It was amazing. I've seen Rent, hated it. I've seen Rocket. I actually Eight, like Rent. Awesome. I actually right, like Rent, but I actually like the uh, the South Park take of Rent where they just sing, we all have AIDS, because essentially that's the. <laughs> that's not Rent. That's uh, that's the premise of the whole fucking yeah. thing. But um, Rock of Ages is good too. That's like all eighties rock music. It's awesome. Jersey Boys is great. Jersey Boys is good. I haven't the seen that one. I do want to see that one live. We're moving um, on from no, no. You know what was great? Uh, hold on, time out. You know what was great? Young Frankenstein was a great play. I, Young I, I, Frankenstein I, I, was I, fucking I, epic. That's funny. I you know the dude that gets thrown out of a plane in uh, Harold and Kumar um, Escape from Guantanamo Bay. Yeah, that dude, he, he he played uh, Victor Frankenstein. He, he was fucking <laughs> awesome. Dude, it was awesome. I think we were talking about NFL Week 13 and we went to Broadway plays. Yeah, he brought up fucking Wicked. How did we get there? Who gives a shit? You know how we got there? We went from... It's like, go to watch Wicked. Yo, dude, that's the problem. We went from we went from a shit show to a shit show topic. Let's do it. That's that's true. All right. I, you know what? I will give him this. They played the Pats, and he brought up Wicked. I'll just give him that one because it was not, actually yeah, that's true. It was not Wicked it. Awesome. Yeah, that's pretty. That's true. Wicked Awesome. Drink a Boston Lager. <laughs> but back to right, week we're thirteen. Moving on. Week uh, thirteen. Zach the Jets played the Eagles, 
and the return yeah. of Minshew Mania. Yeah. Smoke. Minshew Mania, baby. So Uncle Rico threw for like 8,000 yards on a bunch of scrubs in the Jets secondary and, uh, and no pass rush. Uh, so I, obviously, obviously, now coming up for this upcoming week, there's a bit of a dilemma. Wait, wait. In the Eagles' house. Yes, there is. And I want to go back to this because, first of all, Gardner Minshew shows up in that aviator bomber jacket. It looked incredible. The mustache. Maverick. Maverick, so awesome. bro. Looked like Maverick. Comes strutting in. Goes right into MetLife Stadium, which is probably why he was wearing it. It looked nothing like Maverick. They wore similar yeah, jackets. They looked nothing like Maverick. I know he looked they don't. Like an Uncle Rico or Tiger King. He looks nothing like Tom Cruise. Nick, once again, interrupting. Um, <laughs> Stop saying crazy shit, all right? Listen, all I know is he fucking crashed that jet on the Jets. Yeah. And I would say. In typical MIG see, Maverick blow-up style. Did you see the scene afterwards, though? He went to see his father. So his father, this is a fun fact I know from when he was in the Jags. His father comes to every game, like the London game, away games, all the Jags games, all the Eagles games, obviously he's playing in. So he when he was at MetLife, his father comes over to see him. And he like sees his father and he just fucking hits him. Like he was so fired up after that win. And his dad and him were just doing like a shoving match. Huge hug. I mean, how can you not like Gardner Minshew? Gardner Minshew is a guy. I don't like Gardner Minshew. Congratulations. Gardner Minshew is a guy where like I wish he was my franchise quarterback because he is so much better. He was your franchise quarterback and he sucked there too. No, that's because the team was terrible. I'm talking, about, I'm talking about being on the New York Giants. If you put Gardner Minshew in the New York Giants, he would never, he would Jones, never allow that, that mustache on their team. Would be amazing. I just want to point out nine times out of ten, if somebody has a pedophile mustache, it's because they're a pedophile. It's not a pedophile mustache. It's a sweet '80s mustache, just like Tom Selleck had. All right. Whoa, Mr. Whoa. Baseball. Whoa. Ooh. No, no, he has a pedophile mustache. Tom Selleck has the most amazing How and glorious he- mustache in the world, second only to Theodore Roosevelt. He has a a, a handlebar. So the guys from uh, what is that show you always watch with the biker? They do the they build motorcycles. What's that show called? You a junior? Oh, Orange County Choppers. Yeah, he has a mustache like a handlebar too. Like he's those a guys. biker, all right. He's not wearing fucking acid wash jean shorts. <laughs> fucking Tiger King has a fucking handlebar mustache too. You're a hater. That's all I have to say yeah. about Minshew. He's a fucking Minshew. I hope. I hope he wins the job over Jalen Hurts. He deserves to play. If I if I can weigh great, in, great I I think that. Garner Minshew with that appearance, and he has to follow it up, obviously. But I think with yeah. that appearance, just prove that he can start on about 15 teams in the NFL right now. 100%. I agree. Okay. 100%. I'll buy that. He needs to get rid of that mustache and that fucking mullet, though. No, absolutely the not. The mullet. Mullet's the best part. He did cut it a little bit. It's not as it's not as glorious as it was before. Dude, listen, as a hockey fan, how can you say that? There is nothing like glorious flow. Coming out of the back of a helmet nice lettuce and a ridiculous that. mustache. Hockey players don't have teeth either. I wouldn't recommend that for the average person. I actually tried growing a mullet during the pandemic. I actually had a pretty good good one going, and then uh, my wife maybe cut it because uh, – Thank God. Thank you, Brandy. Thank you. Somebody in that house has class. <laughs> Fucking moves to Jersey. He becomes whiskey. I, I actually – you know what? I, I goofed around with a haircut too during the pandemic, and I went with the Pete Rose bowl cut, and they kept putting <laughs> me on a short bus outside my house. I didn't know what was going on. (laughs) 
but yeah, like I said, there's a bit of a, a of a quarterback <laughs> dilemma in uh, in Philadelphia, and uh, I guess we'll see what happens this week coming up if if Jalen Hurts is is uh, healthy enough to play, whether or not he is. I, I honestly yeah. think they'll say he's not healthy enough to play. And yeah, play I, I, I think either so way, you give Gardner Minshew the ball. Yeah, and the flip of it, you guys have the Jets. So, what do you guys think about the Jets? Uh, I saw good progress from Zach Wilson. I mean, I it's too little, too late. Too little, too late. He's a rookie, though. He's learning. He's got to play. I better. understand he's a rookie, and I understand he's learning. And I understand he was hurt, but the throws that he misses on are way behind the target. Okay, he he moves like shit when he's throwing on the move. He's absolutely awful, awful. But even when he stands in the pocket, his throws are just erratic. Uh, you cannot say that that's a learning curve because he had to make throws in college. And if those were his throws in college, I don't understand how he got picked in the first round. So I, I, I honestly would love your take on who he should be playing like as a rookie. I'm not rookie, saying – dude, you can't so compare one rookie to another. Like him. You can't compare one rookie to another. I understand that. But you want, you want well, people to – What's your barometer to, is my question. But, my barometer is you need to be able to show that you have the ability to play in the NFL. And, and right he, now – And he did that. No, he didn't. Yeah, at least twice this year. This year he was the rookie of the fucking week twice. So he did Dude, it at least twice this year. That's great. Rookie of the year twice because he's a high-profile pick in the draft and they want to fucking put him up front and center because guess what? For the Jets, yeah, especially being – got it. Does, do you think Mac Jones gives a fuck because he's winning? Trevor Lawrence hasn't gotten it. He doesn't give a fuck. Wait, he's winning. Trevor Lawrence hasn't gotten it. Dude, I would rather everybody I would rather everybody and their mother, I would rather ESPN, the fan, everybody be shitting on Zach Wilson and we be and we'd be sitting at the top of the AFC fucking East like, yeah, good, he sucks, sure. Nobody talk about him. We're still fucking winning. The kid cannot compete at this level. He's shown that he can't compete at this level, okay? You can only blame the, blame the team so much. His throws are shit. They really are. If this kid ends up being a pro bowler, I don't ever want to hear you say anything good about him ever again because you just said in his rookie season, fucking eight games into the season, that he can't play at this level. Just right just, now, just, right now, you can't fucking thing. tell me I can't say, dude, dude, dude. He wouldn't be in the NFL if he couldn't play at this level. All right, you get this. Good day. I can't believe you just said that. that was the stupidest thing I've heard you say in weeks. All right, I say he can never play at this level. I never heard. I didn't say he could never play at this level, but he is ill prepared right now. And do the Jets? Can the fucking Jets ever in the history of the Jets fucking groom a quarterback? Can they? We'll find out. It's his first he year. Really can't. They fucking can't. They can't. Cut the shit. Right, they well, can't. Name one fucking quarterback that they've groomed. Name one quarterback that they groomed. Joe fucking Namath. He's in the Hall of Fame. They groom him. Chad Pennington. What do you mean they didn't groom him? He came in as a rookie. They drafted him out of Alabama, fucking Bama, and he won a fucking Super Bowl. He's in the Hall of Fame. They didn't groom him. Who did? That's, that's not grooming him. He's fucking raw talent. Grooming somebody is Aaron Rodgers sitting the bench behind fucking what's his face who's showing his dick to fucking reporters and shit. Uh, First of all, Brett Favre is not what's Brett his Favre. Favre. Where yeah, Thank you. Remember, Brett Favre. Guys. Well, Aaron Rodgers was it. Aaron Rodgers sitting on the bench and that entire time working on his game, dude. Aaron Rodgers came in the came in right the season that he started and it's no looking back and he was full fucking steam NFL QB top ten. Fucking week one, okay? Walked into the league after, after sitting, sitting behind Brett Favre. What? After sitting in the bench watching a Hall of Fame quarterback for how long? 
That's right. It's called grooming. Grooming isn't bringing somebody in their rookie year and starting them. in the NFL anymore, TJ. It's 2021. Wake up. Name Wake me the up. last guy that sat oh the bench for a season. This guy wants me. No, no, time out, time out, time out. He wants me to wake up. Watch a fucking game. Do you think Zach Wilson is is fucking where it, where in the quarterback rankings? He's dead fucking last. He's dead last. It's he got abused. TJ, nobody's going to allow anybody to sit the bench unless they're injured. We were supposed to talk about how Zach Wilson won the offensive week. Uh, player and he sucks. He shouldn't have fucking won shit. He shouldn't have won. That's my – I was making an argument, and that's really where we were going with this. But, like, this just went way – Because okay. Nick, Nick has, has to defend everybody. Nick is about how a rookie should play football. Um, uh, like, you I'm know, saying you're, you're right. MVP, I guess. I don't know. You're, no, but you're right. You're right. Uh, uh, a rookie should have fucking 30 interceptions and five touchdowns. Yeah, good call. He doesn't. But Trevor Lawrence does, and nobody says a fucking word about it. I don't give Trevor a fuck Lawrence about really, Trevor Lawrence. Really Who gives shit. a fuck about Jacksonville or Florida, for that matter? Actually, I have a story about Jacksonville. I wanted to talk. Who gives a fuck? No one cares. <laughs> I will say this now. This is a so I wanted to make my quick point about Jacksonville, which is the week part of the week thirteen was in week thirteen. Uh, James Robinson fumbled very early in the game, and Urban Meyer basically just sat him, played Carlos Hyde over him. Um, so I was controversial out of it because towards the end of the game, the Jags were already down by a lot. He decided in the last two minutes of the game, he's going to play James Robinson, who is already dealing with lingering injuries uh, earlier in the season. And then this week, everybody's coming out, uh, you know, Trevor Lawrence saying that James Robinson has to be in there to play. Uh, Urban Meyer even agreed that he, what he did was silly and stupid to put an injured player in the final two minutes of a game of a blowout just to get his reps in and golf been possibly injured him further. So I guess I, for me, I think Urban Meyer, that's just the final nail in this coffin. I don't think this guy, Deserves to be an NFL. I don't think he needs an uh, NFL head coach. I don't think he needs to be able, anywhere near an NFL team. He needs to be fired. Jacksonville probably be better off in the long run. Their offense is terrible. They're probably just as bad as the Giants. And this is a guy who's an offensive guru in Urban Meyer. So, Do you think he leaves to go to take an uh, NCAA job? I don't. A lot of them are gone already. The big ones are gone. LSU's gone. USC's gone. Uh, I mean, Notre Dame's the only one that's open still, but they have that. Defensive coordinator that stepped up. People, the players like him. So why would you know? Why would you go with somebody? Miami, I think Miami is now vacant. No, Miami. Uh, what's the name? Went there from uh, Oregon. Mario Cristobal. Okay. He went there. He left Oregon. So Oregon's next one is open. But like, would he go? I would go to Oregon over Notre Dame. Well, I mean, maybe I mean, Sarah still opens for him, but I just don't see what this guy near NFL roster again They're doing some stupid shit so- this year. And possibly injuring a player who's probably one of their best players there. And Trevor Lawrence is right. He needs to have the ball to be successful for the so, Jaguars and for a rookie is to have that top running back playing in the game and get his reps in. I, I've seen conversations saying that Urban Meyer is going to be with Jacksonville for the next three to four years. I don't, I don't, I, I don't see how they'll do it. Um, but I mean, well, I, it's I, easier the is, to talk about you. The only way is Shad Khan. Oh, Shad Khan would be the only one to be like, I like Urban Meyer, I'm going to keep him around. But it would be stupid for them to keep that man around because it's going to ruin Trevor Lawrence's career and it's going to well, waste the, the next smart guy career. that makes that decision is my question. I don't know, I guess the GM? Well, is he smart enough to make that decision is the question. I would I would hope so. I think he's smarter but, than but the owner. Did, did he sign Urban or did Shad sign Urban? I would think it's probably Shad that. Because if he signed Urban, that's indicative of him doing his job, isn't it? Yeah, no, I get if he it. He failed no, I agree. to select the right coach after one season. He should be fired too. So can he fire Urban? 
if he hired I know him, what you mean. Yeah. I was you know the I mean? one who hired him. And then it's like, well, I'm going to fire him after a year. I kind of fucked up. And then you're, it's like, you're well, putting yourself you online. Yeah, I get it. Exactly. So we'll see how the Urban okay. Meyer uh, situation changes or, or, or gets better or worse. If it uh, doesn't get better, it's Trevor Lawrence. I would like, I'd call him a bust because it wouldn't be his fault. No. But I mean, well, so, but here's his the question. Career would be, his career, his first four years of his career so, would be wasted. So my question is, is how come Trevor Lawrence wouldn't be a bust, but Zach Wilson is? I never called Zach Wilson a bust. No, no, I'm just saying is that's the, that's the narrative across the league generally. Well, that's because it's the New York Jets. We say it all the time. It's a New York bias. There's a New York bias in every single sport. If you're in New York, there's a bias against you. Media just does not appreciate New York teams. New York Yankees, MVPs, they've lost MVPs. They lost Rookie of the Years. I right mean, the New, York, the New York Rangers, too. Like, the New York Rangers. I'm shocked been, didn't get suspended for, for his hits that were legal. I mean, yeah, I'm surprised at that. But there's plays that the Rangers don't get calls, um, even in their own building. So, I mean. The Jets never happened. get protected by the refs. Was that the Jets don't get protected by the refs at all? No, absolutely not. I mean, look, continuous look, violence against the Jets. Look at Zach Wilson. I don't know what you're talking about. Look at Zach actually, Wilson. We saw now, that this week. Those bad hits. Yeah, we saw that this week where Robert Sala is losing his mind on the sideline, right? And, and and it was the most fire I'd seen from him all season. And and I heard somebody say earlier, like, "Oh, he's got a lot of fire." I'm like, "Where? I haven't seen it." This week, I saw it. He was. I I, I thought yeah. he was going to hit somebody. I would have had. Yeah, those, I would have had a little. Those were fucking awful calls. That officiating was ridiculous. And and honestly, Woody Johnson, uh, Woody's been getting on my good side because interacting with fans. I appreciate that kind of stuff, interacting with fans on Twitter and shit like that. Yeah. If I was Woody Johnson, I would have turned to Robert after the game and go, go into the fucking press conference and call out the refs. I'll pay the fines. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so that's what I would have done. I would have done what James Dolan did when Panarin got fucking hit. Yeah. Fuck yeah. this league. You're all pieces of shit, and I'm holding you accountable publicly. Yeah. Let everybody hate me. I don't give that's a like fuck. That's like the only time I ever liked James Dolan was when he did that. Yeah. That was the only time anybody's like anybody named Dolan. Yeah. Um, so lastly, obviously. His cousin owns the Guardians. Do they? Does it? Does it? Yeah. That's his nephew know. or something like that. His cousin or his nephew. Oh, owns I the Guardians. Yeah. Um, well, lastly, here we have the, obviously, we're just talk briefly the New York Giants. But, um, I mean, they're just not good. Joe Judge, I mean, he's – it's just – it's annoying. His press conferences get annoying. They're frustrating. The New York Giants played like shit this week. They lost to the Miami Dolphins. Wasn't even close. Their offense was putrid. Freddie Kitchens did drop a couple good plays that should have worked if people actually knew how to play. Uh, but Mike Glennon is just not a good quarterback. He's just a veteran journeyman. That's what he's going to be, a backup. Um, and oh. What's that? He's tall. He's tall. He's got a big neck. He's like a giraffe. Um, and, you know, they just didn't – they couldn't execute. And then Joe Judge goes to the podium and goes, I'm pretty pleased with what I saw today in the, in the, on the field. You're pleased by what you saw on the field. New York Giants got embarrassed. They get embarrassed every single week, week in, week out. And Joe Judge is going to tell me that he's pleased with what he sees. As fans – I'm now pissed at Joe Judge. He's, How he's, could you want? You cannot back this guy up anymore because he's trying to mind fuck the Maras. He's trying to talk his way out of Stupid. getting fired. It, no, it's just that, dumb. But, you can't. You can't make up fucking things. They are atrocious. Okay, the the taking Saquon Barkley where they took him was atrocious. Okay, and this is what pisses me off about Giant fans because every single Giant fan bitching and moaning about the roster right now 
was 100% in support of saying Saquon Barkley is going to be the next fucking greatest running back in the NFL. Listen, I thought Saquon was going to be a really good running back, but the problem is... You don't take a running back there, ever. Ever. I agree, agree, but he was a very good running back out of college. I also want to say, besides that, though, but if you're going to draft a running back like that, you have to know your offensive line has to be just as good as that running back. And Dave Gettleman left that offensive line the way it is. He didn't really improve it. They gave a bunch of money to Nate Solder when the Patriots cut him and didn't want to re-sign him for anything further. Like, once you see the Patriots do that, Bill Belichick has a great eye test when it comes to players. He knows when to cut them. Granted, obviously, with Brady and Gronk still winning, he wasn't great with those two players. But with Nate Solder, he cut him, and he has not been anything great. They drafted Will Hernandez. Horrible. Every draft pick that Dave Gettleman has made is not – Eric Flowers was gone after the first year. No, no, I'm just saying is they're not good with drafting offensive linemen. Not, they're not good with drafting, period. No, Flowers Every was two years them. with them. No, no, but no he, he, he was before Gettleman. His second right, year was right. terrible. His, but his second year was terrible, though. But everybody Every like, year was terrible. that they've drafted has not – they spent a first-round pick on Kadarius Tony. I haven't seen Kadarius Tony pay in the last couple of weeks. He I've didn't even start the first I've three weeks. Him, I've seen him defend fucking uh, Henry Ruggs. Yeah, about that's it. about it. It's been it's been brutal as a Giants fan watching Dave Gettleman draft. The smartest thing he ever did was trade back after the Eagles traded for and, to move up and I, Monte Smith. I, I said that I was like when they got the I was like he needs to trade back, mm-hmm. and the fucking Bears in their infinite wisdom decided to to do that trade, and that was uh, that was a failure on their part. But you know, I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun come draft night because we we enjoy draft night. That's actually the reason why we started the podcast because of the draft night. And we're gonna now have we're gonna have to do a live show because we're gonna have four picks in the top ten between two for the Jets, two for the Giants, and it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a fun night. So I have a feeling that TJ and I are gonna be like, motherfucker, like what the? F-? That's how we always are, though. Yeah, I mean, oh, dude, up, listen, I, don't get me wrong. I was excited sure about Zach Wilson. I was excited excited about him, and I'm not sitting here saying that he's not gonna develop and not be somebody. But at the same time, I can't watch him play. And, and, and act like this week because the first half he had a good first half, right? I I, I can't sit there and watch it and, and say he's developing when he, he took twenty steps backwards before that. They had, they had five drops and he only had the ball for thirty seconds in the third quarter. I understand. I understand, but they cannot the move the ball and the way he throws the ball and how far, dude. If you listen to Iron Eagle, I, I listened to a little bit of the game on, 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 in the car because I was out and about doing some shit. Okay, Iron Eagle is the biggest homer for the Jets, and Iron Eagle was tearing him a new one, saying, how do you miss somebody by fucking 10 yards behind them? How do you not know how to lead somebody that's cutting across the field on a straight line? And it's shit like that that pisses me off because that's baby bullshit. That's stuff you learn in peewee football to lead a fucking somebody cutting across the field. To throw behind somebody by 10 yards is just embarrassing. What are you looking at? Are you? But here's my question: Are you watching everybody else in the league, or are you only watching this one kid and tearing them apart, saying that like Tom Brady would have made that pass? I'm not saying that, but you would have made that fucking pass, bro. You would have made that pass. I wouldn't have because I can't throw ten yards. My arm is shot. I'm fucking Chad Pennington over here, dude. And not for nothing, and you refuse to accept it. Chad Pennington's the best quarterback we had in the past twenty fucking years. But he could throw the fact to Zach Wilson again. On Barkley of quarterbacks for the Jets. How did we get back to this? Come on, guys. But I, I, I just want to point out, 
I, this is my biggest problem with sports and, and, and younger athletes today. The fucking Steelers are losing 29 to 7. They get a pick and they're sitting there fucking posing, doing team fucking celebrations. Bro, you're losing 29 to 7 right now. The fuck is there to celebrate about? You have less than a minute left in the third quarter. You're down by 22 points. What are you celebrating? The NFL is all about the individual. That's it. That's it. Yeah. That's it, dude. Yeah. People get up and make a fucking tackle and do a pose after the fucking running back just took 15 yards from you. It's a first down. Wow, you made a tackle. Good for you, you asshole. They, they literally, the team collectively got together and did a pose in the end zone for getting a pick. They're losing by 22 points. The Steelers are fucking that. losers. That's a joke. You're embarrassing yourselves. Well, well let, let, let's, well, let's throw this out there. Let's throw this out there. Who do you think should have fucking not been back this year? Who's more of a disappointment and 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 why they came back? Brett Gardner or Big Ben Roethlisberger? You guys should both drink. Bring up Brett Gardner. I'm fucking Take drinking anyway. I'm a Jet fan. Fuck you. I drink. Take a shot. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah, Neither one of them should have been back. They're both past their prime. And why the Brett Steelers Gardner. start bringing back Ben Roethlisberger yeah. was a good idea. It's fucking beyond stupid. Agreed. Hey guys, listen um, to us. We're the Brett Gardner hated podcast. Last, uh, <laughs> last thing about football. Uh, so Jamal Adams is out for the season, and Joe Douglas looks like a genius more and more every week. Absolutely. Two fucking first round picks for one of the worst safeties in football. He was only ever valuable because he could get sacks, but getting sacks from the safety position is not really what you need from a safety. And he has zero sacks this year. Uh, and is ranked in the bottom five for coverage of safe as a safety, but he is the highest paid safety in the NFL. So <laughs> now he's injured. He's out for the season. Uh, uh, fleeced. Yeah, absolutely fleeced. I, I, you know what I felt like? It feels like, and I want David goddamn Putney because I fucking feel like it. It felt like Kevin Costner in fucking draft day when he just took back his first round picks mm-hmm. and he got two first rounders for fucking three second rounders. The man got two yeah. two first rounders for three second rounders is what it came down to. Ultimately, yeah. at the end, of the, oh, and, and a kick returner. He got a kick returner, two first round picks for three second rounders. He got Arian Foster. He got Arian Foster. Yeah. Yes, he did. And R.I.P. Uh, Chadwick Boseman. Oh yeah, he's in that movie. Yeah, he's Vontae Mac. Yep. Yeah, he's Vontae. That's Joe Douglas right now. He called up the Seahawks and said. I want two first rounders and David goddamn Putney because I fucking feel like it, you pancake eating motherfuckers. <laughs> and he actually got it. And and then I hope Jamal Adams isn't depressed now. I know he was so depressed with the Jets. I hope he's not depressed now. On a, yeah, on a I'm team sure, he's equally I'm sure bad. Right. He got paid. And yeah, because money solves everything. It does. But, uh, so I, I, look I hope that was incentive laden. Looking at, yeah, looking ahead to week 14. So. I mean, I don't know. We looked at before because we always did our picks. We weren't really seeing too many matchups that were like sexy or anything like that. Uh, obviously, the Raiders versus the Chiefs. That's a good one, but that's if the Raiders actually show up and play well. Mm-hmm. Uh, a big one regarding the NFC East would be the Cowboys, the Washington football team. Washington football team actually won four straight. So yeah, they actually have an opportunity, one. and the Cowboys are actually not playing as well as they did in the beginning. So they actually have an t- opportunity to actually overtake the Cowboys eventually uh, throughout the rest of the year. So that's that's yeah. a big game there. Uh, I'm looking at the count at the Ravens Browns. Ravens Browns was it looks like a good one. The Bills Bucks, if the Bills can play like they used to be, like early Niners and, Niners and Bengals. Niners and Bengals, dude. That, the, right. But that's another one that the the Forty Niners decide when they want to show up. It, they're so so the cold. 
Right, and that's the other thing. So it's almost like who who's going to actually get a little rest and decide they want to win a fucking game. And, and then the cards and the Rams. I like, I like Joe cards Burrow. and the Rams is going to be a good game. That's going to be a great game. I didn't that's bet that night, because right? I didn't want to be angry about it because I, I actually like the cards in that game. But I, I, I'm looking forward to just enjoying that game and not having, you know, a pajama bet riding on it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a that's a good game though. I, I'm like Monday Night Football. That's a good Monday Night Football game. Absolutely, Rams, absolutely. That should be a lot of points. I um, I see Stafford shit in the bed. No, I agree, so? but that's what we all expect. I don't, he didn't play that bad last time they played against each other, but he didn't play the way he needs to. No, he didn't. He did not. Um, and it's a bad luck for me because I have I have Cooper Cup and Stafford in my fantasy league, and I need a win to get into the playoffs. So, um. Sunday night, Sunday night football, oh, yeah. In that, in, that, in that fantasy league, it sounds like you're going to be pajamas. Yeah, I would be in pajamas, definitely. <laughs> My only saving grace is that I have the most points in the league. So if I lose and someone else has the same record as me, I'll get in because I'll have the, the tiebreaker, which would be awesome. But the Bears-Packers, I mean, that's like a good game when like Jay Cutler was on the Bears. And it was like <laughs> Jay Cutler versus, Rod- like versus Rodgers. But- I hate Jay Cutler, and it's all because of what Nick told me. Oh, I got a story about Jay Cutler. Do you? Should we share? We've run a little long. We have to keep running a little long. Back, I'll but... save it for next week. We'll talk about it next week. All right. So well, well, all you need to know is Jay Cutler apparently is a big douchebag. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, it wasn't based on something that he did. It was something that he didn't do, basically. Well, I mean, I'm not surprised by that, if I'm yeah. being honest. Um, but I know we have, we were talking about a little bit about baseball. We're running a little long. I have my legal corner. Um, that we were gonna do. So I don't know what you guys. What do you guys want to do? You want to jump ahead to? Let's go straight to legal corner. Baseball is yeah. what it is. It's a lockout. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? I, I, I did my take and my beer about about baseball. Other than I just wanted to mention one thing. Rule five was yesterday. Yeah, uh, and a lot of people just dismiss the rule five. Right? Um, they think, oh well, those guys aren't in the majors for a you know a good reason. Um, and uh, it is what it is. And I just wanted to point out two things. One, the Yankees. Uh, took um, Manny Ramirez. No, not that Manny Ramirez. <laughs> Manny Ramirez, the pitcher from the Houston Astros. And then the Red Sox took a pitcher from the Yankees. And I'm sure that uh, last name of Keller, I can't remember his first name right now. Um, I'm sure that won't bite us in the ass down the road. But for those who don't believe that the Rule 5 is anything important, I just want to name some, some names that are former Rule 5 draftees. All right. Christy Mathewson who is one of the original five inductees into the Baseball Hall of Fame, was a Rule 5 draftee. Uh, Hack Wilson, who's in the Hall of Fame. Roberto Clemente was actually a member of the Brooklyn Dodgers and was drafted by the Pittsburgh Pirates in the Rule 5 in the 1954 Rule 5 draft. The the Dodgers were trying to hide him in the minors, and they wouldn't play him uh, because they didn't think they could have two black guys on the team. Uh, Jackie Robinson, obviously. And Roberto Clemente, he's like, they were, they, the thought process was we can't have two black guys, one of whom doesn't speak English. So they were trying to hide him on the Montreal team, the Montreal Monarchs. And, uh, Branch Rickey got fired from the Dodgers, went to the Pirates and became their GM and was like, I know a great player we can draft right now that's ready for the pros. And the, the Dodgers thought they could hide him and you can't hide him from the guy that signed him. Uh, Wait, Nick, that's, you, before you, I, I, that's really, I actually enjoyed this history. That's actually pretty cool, but can you just explain the rule draft five? Like rule five. So the rule again? five, right? The rule five draft is and 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 counselor, you should love this. Basically, if a player is in the minors for I want to say over six years, 
and they're not added to your team's 40-man roster, then they're eligible for the Rule 5 draft. Um, the fuck are you doing? I wait. I know. I'll, I'll actually, I, I actually post this because I'm looking at the, we actually got a, a voicemail message, but <laughs> before that, sorry, I interrupted the Rule 5 draft, but that's rude of me. Go ahead, Nick. Finish your thought. Fuck. So, uh, so rule five is if you're, if you're in the league, if you're in the minors for a certain amount of time, I honestly don't know the amount of time. Um, basically, if you're not added to the 40 man roster on the major league roster within that time frame, you become eligible for the rule five draft so that you can get the opportunity to play on a major league team. Uh, that being said, when that team selects you, they have to keep you on the 40 man roster or on the major league club for the entire season. Uh, or you immediately get sent back to your previous team. And then the, the team uh, that selected you owes your old team. Like uh, what's the dollar amount? I want to say it's a hundred. It's a hundred thousand dollars. I just want to point out. It's been a hundred thousand dollars since like 1960. Ah, uh. Which is so weird, like weird, yeah. Because now, like, it doesn't matter. There's zero inflation. It's been a hundred thousand dollars. So, uh, yeah. So basically, so my question—I don't know if you know this—but the Yankees drafted Russell Wilson in a Rule Five draft, and he played at spring training. Do you remember that? I do. Like, I do. But I don't think it was. I don't. Th- I don't think it was Rule Five that they drafted on. They oh, didn't well, draft him in Rule Five. five. Okay. He was just really. He was outright traded or released. Okay. okay. I think he was traded for cash considerations. He was not. Because Rule 5, he would have to be on the 40-man roster for the entire yeah. year. Okay, yeah, And that would just be fucking stupid. Um, but some notable p- people, yeah, other than ahead, those, five, those, four, those, four, those three all-star, uh, excuse me, Hall of Famers that were selected. Jose Bautista was a Rule 5 selectee. George Bell, Bobby Bonilla, R.A. Dickey. Uh, Josh Hamilton was a Rule 5 guy. Uh, Odubel Herrera. Um, Jeff Nelson, Darren O'Day, Alexi Ogando, Scott Pudsednik, uh, Johan Santana, ah. Joaquin Soria, and Dan Ugla, Fernando Vina, and Shane Victorino were all Rule 5 selections. Interesting. But, you know, like the Rule 5 drafts we gone on for such a long time, like the comparison of like so, those big names compared so here's to how some, people have done Rule 5. Like, Well, how many people got drafted overall in general? And never well, made. I, yeah, I know. I get. I get what you mean. I'm just. So here's the the ones that were drafted but returned or traded before the season started: Frank Catalanato, Ender Inciarte, Javier Lopez, Mike Myers, Ivan Noah, Nova. Excuse me, Ivan Nova, uh, Fernando Vina, John Wetland, Josh Hamilton, and then drafted, then traded to the drafting team, nullifying the draft. So I drafted him from your team, and then I traded him back to you. R.A. Dickey, Willie Tavares, Mitch Williams. Mitch Williams is a great baseball player, by the way. The original wild thing, if I remember right. Uh, and those are just – that's not everybody. There were a lot more all-stars that were in the Rule 5. I just didn't name them because they're not very prominent names. I just named the ones that today people would be like, oh, I remember him. Yeah, you know, Josh yeah, Hamilton, yeah. former MVP. So before I was watching you guys talk about the Jets, and that's why I lost track of how you guys were arguing – I got so the text from Nick with this. I could not I could not stop laughing. I only helped me get rid of this banner because uh you kind of can't read it. 
Uh, where is it? Anytime today. <laughs> this is Dale Gribble cosplay. It Neil really Armstrong. does. Neil it Armstrong looks, lighting a cigar. It looks like Dale Gribble. It looks just yeah. like Dale Gribble. It's Dude. actually amazing. That's a it, book of that, matches. That's amazing. I'm, I'm sitting what here else going, is amazing oh. is the fact that Neil Armstrong, okay, first man on the moon, a real American hero, if you try to give him the flat earther shit that the moon landing was a hoax, he will punch you in the face. I'm pretty <laughs> he sure punched the dude punch in the face because he told him he didn't land on the moon. It's about, that, that was that was Buzz Aldrin. Was it Buzz Aldrin? Either, Either, way. Way. Either way, real American uh, hero. No, so, that wasn't was it Buzz Aldrin? It was Buzz right. Aldrin. I'm sorry, we'll, you're right. We'll, we'll, uh, no, we're going into uh, the legal uh, corner with the hold, hold on, time out, time out. I, I gotta get this in there. I forgot to talk about it during the Rangers talk. I'm sorry, Nick. I mean, Brooke, it'll take two seconds, but it could also lead into the legal corner. Okay. I, I, I hate the, I, the fact that this idea was even floated out. I think it's bullshit anyway. I don't think there's any bearing on it, but the fact that they're talking about the Rangers possibly trading Capo Caco for Patrick Kane. Number one, not a chance in hell. Number two, why would we want to take somebody that? Dude, why, why would we want to take somebody that's on, on the decline, okay, and has a horrible, horrible legal resume as far as getting a char- charged with sexual assault, assaulting yeah. a cab driver because he didn't want to pay his fucking fare? Like, no. Keep Patrick Kane. That, Suck a that, dick. Being, that being said, I wish that Blackhawks fans were as upset about their team sexually abusing people as they were about a legal hit that Jacob Truba put on their player. Oh yeah, that's that's true. I would say if that's the case, that we should probably keep that Caco Tuesday shirt as black and white. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the anyway, memoriam, the legal, the legal corner. corner. Let's bring it to us. Let's go to the legal corner. We'll walk over, step into my office here. The legal corner here. Um, so number one, Deshaun Watson is now uh, the prosecutors are now preparing to get him indicted regarding the sexual assault cases. Obviously, we've been having this. I guess saga of Deshaun Watson of all these massage therapists coming forward saying that, you know, he, he touched inappropriately, the happy endings, whatever it is that he did. Um, they had all these civil cases. So obviously the civil cases, he can't be suspended, but obviously the Texans, they were keeping him on the sidelines because of all these issues. They don't know what is going on. They're waiting for the investigation to be done. So with the civil case, he cannot be put on what they call as a commissioner exemplist. Once he gets indicted though, then the Texans could use him, put him onto that commissioner's exemplist. And I think it actually opens up their a little bit of salary cap issue with them. So, because he's no longer going to be get paid when he's on the commissioner's exemplist, which could help other Texans. In the let, let me ask you a question, Rook. Yeah. I thought that they did investigate it. They did investigate the allegations and they came to the conclusion that there was no reason to indict him, there was no reason to bring charges against him. And then after this hit ESPN and all the sports networks, then all these people came forward and started building a civil suit against him. But they all miraculously found the same lawyer to try to get money from this dude, which is like, I I think it's such a, what's the precedent for backtracking now into, all right, we have this many people coming forward because there might be money involved. So everybody's coming out of the woodwork and if you're in that profession, okay, the, the profession exists, the massage therapists, I'm wrong way, there we go, massage therapists, that in general, if you're getting it off of Craigslist and, and, and there's a happy smiley face and a fucking hand and then the squirting water, 
you know what you're getting out of it. Can they do they have legal recourse to then try to get involved in this and say, well, he touched me inappropriately? And can Deshaun Watson be like, yeah, no, I paid you 50 bucks to be a prostitute. That was the deal. So I think that obviously with the civil is different than criminal. So with them doing the indictment uh, originally at first, if a indictment doesn't land, there's no actual charge against you. Right. There's no, there's no, no, people call it double jeopardy at that point. Double jeopardy only happens if you are charged with a crime uh, and then you're found innocent. So yeah, there's no double jeopardy there for him. I thought double jeopardy was like, what is a hand job? <laughs> no, no. Uh, you had a laugh. Right. But they, they originally Wait, investigated so, all yeah, these so claims I, and they, they get, found no criminal activity. So what I'm getting into that is that, yes, all these women have obviously gone to this attorney and said, we want to sue him. We're looking for money. Whatever it is, if that's if that's the issue, we don't know. But there's right, we, we go to the civil, so civilly we're suing them. The problem is the women were not testifying for them to indict him. So when they were looking into the investigation and then getting into the indictment, they want to have witnesses at the indictment hearing to then say whether or not he actually did sexually harass them, sexual assault them, to put it in front of the grand jury. Unfortunately, they didn't have anyone. At this point now, though. There's one of the women who is willing to go on the stand and testify before a grand jury to say whether or not he did touch her inappropriately. So because of that, now they're able to indict him, gather more evidence, put it before a grand jury. And if I don't know if you guys are familiar with the grand jury, but the famous saying with a grand jury is that a grand jury could indict a ham sandwich is because right. the, the, uh, the standard which you're held at a grand jury is very low. See, when you're when you're on trial for a criminal case, it's beyond the reasonable doubt. Whereas if you're on for an indictment, it's it's whether or not is it likely that a crime may have been committed, which puts you at, let's say, reasonable doubt. As I'm trying to hold my hand. Reasonable doubt's about here. Whether or not a crime may have been committed, it's about here. Right. So the standard's probably a little bit less than 50%. The grand jury is 24 people. I think you just need a slight majority of the 24 grand jury members to get. Uh, an indictment. So for him, it's not looking great for him because if it is an but, indictment, but, that, but that's like I mean that that's the screw job right there because a criminal investigation takes place. They found no evidence of it. It's a he said she said situation. A couple of the women that came forward were repeat. He was a repeat client of theirs, and they still went to his house, still went to his apartment, and their their claim was, "Oh well, we didn't know who he was." So I think what you're what you're trying to say is whether or not the act is consensual. Whether they're not the act is consensual, the fact that they're obviously because they dismissed the criminal investigation that they originally held, there was no proof. There was no actual evidence of anything coming forward. Most of these women came forward up to over a year later when all of a sudden now there may be a civil suit against him. It's I'm not trying to say that he's innocent in any we don't know, but it doesn't look good. If you if you got sexually assaulted and you're not going to the police station right away then yeah. like it doesn't it, I, I, it I isn't not fishy wait hold on let's not say right away because there are but, many circumstances but but a year later a year later a year later is a year yeah, a so the thing is we don't know what evidence they have what if the evidence they got recently was someone who not was not from let's say a year ago but maybe a couple months ago right i understand know. that but, but once it goes to grand jury the reason why they're bringing it up is because there's new evidence there might be a new witness who's willing to testify who may be more credible than these other women so I understand that, but but like you said, like like the grand jury can indict a ham sandwich. Now you're going on a he said, she said with the lack of evidence, and it's more of a do you believe them or not? 
So here's another thing too about this. So I just want to real quick. I just want to point out the ham sandwich he's talking about is the one that killed Janis Joplin. So let's just not let ham sandwiches off like they didn't do nothing to nobody. All right. All right. So so the the thing is with that is um, this fucking guy just ruined my. So the thing is in Texas he could actually testify at the grand jury. Typically, like in New York and New Jersey, if you're being indicted, you don't even attend your grand jury hearings. If you're you know shit, because they want to throw everybody in fucking jail, like, unless you're an actual criminal. So in Texas, apparently he's going to testify, which but is a my, huge wrinkle on this. Right now, now my <laughs> now my question yeah, would right, be if he, if he gets up there and testifies, would it be held against him criminally if he self incriminates himself and says, "Yeah." I paid her a hundred dollars to jerk me off. Literally told her, "Yeah, give me the old whack the bag, and here's a hundred bucks. Have a nice day. Here's a fucking you know sanitary wipe. Clean up. Bye bye." Uh, we're going to the Pacific Hill. We don't know whether or not they exist. So I can. But it seems that way. And we're if you let your imagination run wild, is it out of the realm of possibility that he doesn't stand up there and be like, "Yeah, I told her I'll give you a hundred bucks for this, and she gave me this." I so don't think but then she be prosecuted for prostitution. Ooh, I don't know. Dun, dun. Wait, wait, fuck! Wait, I don't wait, have the we'll fucking. Uh, we'll have to. I don't want. I don't want to spend too much time. Really running long here. We're almost at an hour and a half. But yeah, I mean, that's we'll we'll keep track of it. I'll keep following along with it. it the it, other, it, other thing, it I seems like a clusterfuck. It does. I agree, and it, I mean, we'll see what happens with the indictment, but. I think the, the Cleveland Guardians roller hockey team has a better case against the Cleveland Indians than uh, than any of these. Well, they women John Watson. Well, we'll see what the what the evidence says. But the other issue was the was Ruggs. Uh, one, he got in trouble for not attending a drug test while he was uh, on house arrest. So he not a drug test. I'm sorry, alcohol test. Had to prove whether or not he was staying sober. He didn't um, attend that, so he got a little admonishment by the judge. And today was actually a pretty big hearing was that the judge was going to decide whether or not the medical records and the testimony of the doctors could be used against Henry Ruggs in the incident of the, of the DUI. So why uh, wouldn't they be allowed to? So, um, so at this point, uh, what happened was obviously with the accident, he was also injured. So when he, he immediately went to the hospital from the scene. You weren't able to do a field sobriety test to prove whether or not he was drunk driving. Right, but field sobriety tests aren't admissible. Field sobriety tests, aren't they just a way of getting you to then be arrested or at least placed under custody, and then you are given a breathalyzer? It's part of the probable cause. Right. has to raise the probable cause. So um, they weren't able to do that. So then at the – as obviously when they were at the – you know, in the hospital, they were able to do the breathalyzer. They did a blood test. I think they might have done a urine test as well. So they were saying whether or not the records of his blood, the blood alcohol content, could be used against him. Why um, wouldn't they be allowed to, though? That's evidence. So, so yeah, accordingly, like, obviously, the prosecutors typically can request the medical records. So the the prosecutors, I'm sorry, the defense attorneys today were, their argument basically was to the judge, is that this is private medical information that should be shared. Uh, yeah, HIPAA law. It shouldn't be shared. And then not only that, any conversation that you have with doctors is confidentiality. So they're False trying to say that if you allow this, yeah, in, but doesn't that 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 doesn't wait, exclude the evidence pertaining wait, me, to wait, a crime? Well, yeah, let me, let me let me finish because I, I, I'll get to your question. But so basically, what they're saying is that well, if you have one the records and two the testimony of the doctors and or other 
you know, healthcare professionals at the hospital to be used against them. That opens up a can of worms of anyone who has their confidentiality will not be protected. They cannot speak freely with their doctor at that point. Uh, so, so go ahead, TJ. What was your, what was your question? Right. But you're essentially holding out evidence because of HIPAA law. And then what's, what's to stop? Let's say I go out, I get wrecked, hammered. I get into a car accident. I'm fine. But I say I need an ambulance because I'm injured. And now all of a sudden I'm protected. Like clearly I'm drunk. Uh, I'm not saying that's the case in, in this situation. We don't know, but the, that's what's alleged. So alleged. if, if any person accused of drunk driving feels like they may be over the legal limit and intoxicated, they can then say, I need to go to the hospital. I fucked up my neck. I need medical attention. And then you could hide behind HIPAA law. It, it doesn't seem to make sense. I mean, that evidence yeah. should be admissible. It's not like I'm saying I want, I want his STD record. I want his, uh, genetic makeup issued. I want everything about him. Give me a 23andMe, Ancestry.com, fucking run up on the dude. You're so, literally saying, what's your blood alcohol level? And how is that? How does that go against your privacy? So, TJ, it's an excellent question because obviously it seems like, yeah, we're using HIPAA law to protect him from being criminally you know, charged um, or criminally convicted. So the judge actually ruled the records are allowed to come in. Okay. The prosecutor is allowed to release them which means that we're going to get the records of that soon. The judge did rule about that the testimony of any medical professors and doctors will not be used against Henry Ruggs because of that freely allowing someone to then speak with a medical professional under the confidentiality. So that was, so, I think it's a solid ruling from the judge. I think it's important. Yeah, absolutely. So, so you want the facts, not the statements. So, here, so here's the question I have ultimately is you commit a crime, you need medical care in in the interim between your arrest and and being officially put into custody. Shouldn't anything that happens to you at, at the point of your arrest all the way through to your release from jail be under the 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 view of the government? Because you're not paying that medical bill. They're the ones that took you to the hospital. So it depends on the situation. I mean, when you're, before, just, 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 just a, if you're in jail and you go to the doctor, the doctor, you don't, there is no patient confidentiality yeah. in jail. Yeah. So what basically what happens is that it doesn't happen all the time uh, where, you know, there would be some sort of breathalyzer or something done. What they usually do is in New Jersey, you have to actually consent to either urine test or a blood test because it's considered um, a, like a private thing. It's, it's, it's part, it's protected. Basically, right. you need part of like the Miranda rights, basically, is right. that if they, it's too invasive for them to get your blood test. So if you do consent to the blood test, which typically the police come in, they say to you, we're going to take a blood test of you, check your blood alcohol. People most likely are kind of intimidated by the cops. They usually give them that consent. So once they have the consent from them, then, yeah, I mean, the, the cops could then use it against you because you consented to the cops taking it from you. Um, the protection for you is basically... I mean, if you get into an accident and you were drunk driving and, you know, kind of just don't say yes. I know that when you're asked to perform a field sobriety test, you can say, no, I'm not submitting to one. Just bring me and get me, breathalyze me. I don't want to, you know, because yeah, field sobriety tests essentially yeah. are set up for, like, if you oh, have well, even the slightest problem uh, with coordination, you're going to fail a field sobriety test. Mm -hmm. well, so the well, thing is, too, also, also, if you don't you just say, no, I'm going to do the breathalyzer. Just go to jail. And then six hours later, be like, you know what? I'll take that breathalyzer. And you'll come up. So if you, and if you no don't alcohol. consent, 
obviously if they're really if it's to a high level of which there is a huge issue, you know, the cops will go ahead and get a warrant to then right. take it. But I mean, not at that, that point. But I mean, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of you know each. I can't really say exactly. Don't hundred percent listen to what I'm saying here. This is not legal advice. This is just merely me discussing legal, uh, you know, situations that I've seen before, possibilities. Hypothetical to me, hundred percent when you go out there. But um, wait, you know, hold on. If you, if hold you on, need an attorney, call six zero nine. Here it is. Here it is. Don't listen to him as an umbrella lawyer. Yes, he needs to know your position specifically to help you. All right. Correct. So, so, need- so don't, I'm not saying don't listen to him if he tells you about you and your situation because there are different situations for all of us. All right. Correct. And my situation is not TJ's situation and it's not your situation. So if you Every need legal advice, you call that guy right there. All right, call him. I, I maintain. I maintain. Seven nine five one three nine one. Yeah. I maintain that uh, on that nice new fangled fancy soundboard that you have. We need like a law and order, like a da dun. I, I was just. I was just thinking that. I think I was gonna do that dun dun, and I was gonna do lawyered from how, how I met your mother. Yeah, well, you do what, uh, You could do the situation is always different. There's specific circumstances. Not every case is the same. The Good point about the law, legal system in, in, in America as opposed to other countries. Other countries, they have what they call is just obviously it's the same thing. They have statutes. They have laws. But it's it's set. Like, that's it. There's no getting away around it. American law, which is really good, is that you could twist it, change it, and it's constantly changing uh, as opposed to just being one strict. That's it. And one also in America, we advertise lawyers on TV to encourage you to sue people. In other countries, yes. And and where would we be without Salino and Barnes injury attorneys? No free plugs. No free plugs. They're they're Uh, not business anyway, so fucking matter. Remember, uh, Henry Ruggs. Even though we said it before, he's allegedly driving under the influence. There's no definite to anything that he that he did. We don't know the true evidence. We don't know the story, so we have to wait for the full story to come out. I'll say this: I don't trust anybody that drinks. You know what I mean? Yep. Your boy Kadarius Tony sat there and said, "You don't know how he feels. I know he doesn't feel guilty enough to accept the punishment that should befall before him for killing somebody. I know that if I did that, I would just be like, send me to jail forever. Uh, give me the fucking chair. I fucking killed somebody that didn't have it coming. Like, I wouldn't be able to live with myself. But apparently, Henry Ruggs feels good enough. He's like, nah, I don't want to go to jail. Fuck that. I didn't do nothing wrong. All right, so let's go with. Uh, we have one voicemail this week, and then we'll unwrap the show because we're at hour four. I think this is probably our longest podcast." All right. Uh, our voicemail is from our friend. We haven't heard from him in a week or two. Tony from New Jersey. Fucking drunkard. Hey, Tony from New Jersey. Well, you know, Zach Wilson fucking sucks. This kid Nick doesn't know what he's fucking talking about. Yeah. Quarterback situation is terrible for the Jets. I, I mean, he makes a fair point. Tony sounds like he's choking on a cannoli. So it's very Tony from Tony. He's better than our quarterback. End of story. I love yes. Tony. I love Tony. Tony's our man. Yeah. All right, Nick, wrap us up. Bring us on home, buddy. So, uh, from all of us here at the Scoreboard Addicts Podcast, we appreciate you for being here with us. We'll be on the lookout for. We're finally going to get to our review of Slapshot. All right, classic hockey movie starring Paul Newman. We're going to get to that. Be on the lookout for that. Thank you. Uh, please also, you know, I've been we've been getting a lot of love. From our uh, our fellow uh, Belly Up Sports uh, podcasts, Appreciate and I just want to 
specifically show some love off the bat to the Broadway, uh, the Broadway Hat Podcast. Listen to them for your Rangers reviews uh, and your Belly Up Sports. I, I believe that's Maryland's fantasy football show. Is that MD, MDs? What's MDs? MDs I think Maryland MD might be initials. MDs initials. All right, I, I apologize. And also uh, the Garage Beers. They just they just messaged us. They said they love the. Uh, the Advent beer beer episodes. I think it's great. Keep it coming. They said so. There it is. So, uh, you boys. all of us on uh, on Belly Up, come listen to us. We got some crazy takes. Sakoa Media, listen to, yeah, to listen Joe. To Joe's Media got some great well. stuff going on as well. We always appreciate Joe uh, and everything he does. Follow us on Spotify. Follow us on Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. Uh, look out Apple. for some merch. Apple. We're on Apple Podcasts. Look out for some merch. Listen to us argue about zach wilson and brett gardner and uh and boys and, we still have that uh we have that capo caco uh t-shirt up for grabs and Call in, leave a crazy message you know free in, merch in about two weeks we'll have our bets decided about who's going to be wearing the pajamas uh and then uh we'll figure that out um and last but not least um i forgot what i was gonna say last but not least uh make sure that you just follow us on all okay. our no, that's a big one. Happy and don't holidays. drink and drive. And if you uh, do, oh, pull last but not least, we've established that if this was Ocean's Eleven, TJ and I would be the uh, the uh, the Mormon twins, and uh, Rook would be Ruben. Uh, but please call us, give us a voicemail. Give us a message: six zero nine seven nine five one three nine one. Call that number: six zero nine seven nine five one three nine one. Thank you so much for being with us. We really appreciate you. Stay rock. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 